0: We have a million other things that we could be talking about, we could be doing And right now. I think that my duty is to other human beings, you don't got to fuck with me, i fuck with me. You know what I'm saying? These people that buy my brand, they fuck with me. You think that I see because of you're in such pain, that you see, you, you think that everybody sees how much in pain you are. Because I'm, I'm coming out a little bit stronger this year. Like, I'm guaranteeing everybody. Like people that are coming to me, to help, healing, they're that. They literally get right here. Alright y'all, I am here, better late than never Y'all know I'll be doing things when I feel like doing it But, technically today is Wednesday, October 30th, 2019 And we're going to get this thing kicked off about Scorpio season Oh my god, so let me tell you So, right now I'm sipping on my vodka with frozen blueberries and key lime water And, um You know, it it was just, it's been still great weeks Um, I didn't do a church show this weekend I was exhausted, you know, just really uh, The moons really do something to me Because I am a moon child And um, they do something to me So I'm either exhausted and tired Or I'm like full of energy And then I like crash out at the end of the day And so, you know, as Scorpio season was rising Thank you all That commented on my page this week. So if you guys aren't familiar, Tell the True Tuesday is more about my, you know, week and what's going on with me and having to deal with mental health. I started the show on the same day that Robin Williams uh, committed suicide, and our show is going on about five years, so we're going on six years right now. And I say we because I talk about myself like I'm five people, but I'm not. So. I talk about my week, whereas the church show that you guys hear on Sunday is more about spiritual things, whether you're into, you know, the crystals and particular books or whatever that you read or questions that you may have, Sunday is more a churchy vibe. It's more to get you ready for the week. So let's start out the week. So first of all, I definitely want to take a moment of silence for Sia Keel. If you guys are following me on Instagram at miss.d.scott, he is the giant of a man that um, was Nas the rapper's bodyguard and he tours with him and he passed away overseas a couple days ago Um, when we got the news it was surreal because we had just saw him twice in like a two-week period he was in Buffalo at Canal Side where he was able to take my friend my my son his friend and the friend's mom and they're they're young um, backstage and kind of you know meet people and and say what's up, and feel some type of way. They were the youngest kids in VIP at the time, and they had a blast. And then they they invited us back out to Toronto for myself, Asiatic, Saladin, his homeboy, um, Kinetic, all of the 5%ers. They were out at the concert in Toronto at the uh, Budweiser stage, and that's where y'all saw me have the red Mary J. Blige boots. But he took care of us. He was super sweet, gentle giant, handsome fella, and passed away overseas um, a couple of days ago, that said due to an illness. So you have to understand me when I say, and I just said this on a show, if it wasn't last show or the show before, like we're really out here dying. Like we are really at the age now, especially in, in our 40s and 50s, and there was a girl that just passed away. May she rest well as well. Um, we called her Moody. She passed away, I believe she was in her 30s. So whether it's some sort of health issue, whether it's from, you know, an opioid addiction or from some type of communicative disease because we didn't take care of ourselves, you're going to start to learn that your health is literal wealth. It really is. And so when you are participating in these activities that are not conducive to you being healthy, You have to stop, and it's unfortunate that we can't do that in our own relationships because some of our relationships are toxic to us. So this week, Instagram's favorite card reader. If you guys um, are not following The Hood Healer, follow her at The Hood Healer, and um, she's hilarious. Her lives are insane, but I started following The Hood Healer probably a couple years ago. I think back in, like, 2017, I just kind of liked that she was, like, a little bit ghetto, you know, and I'm a little bit ghetto and a little bit... You know go, You know A little bit glam So um, Two years ago She had gave a reading About a particular sign And like I'm talking about Like a very specific She's one of those people That like When spirit hits her She'll just get on alive She doesn't have Like a set time Kind of like me Like I kind of Get on here When I feel like it You, But you know Like within some days That I'll be on And then if I'm not on For like a week or two Because I was Checking in with my own Mental health Or I was tending To my own family Then I come back with that heat, that fire, and y'all are like, oh, my gosh, it's hilarious. It is what it is. So this week, the Hood Healer pulled the Tower card. And if y'all don't know anything about the tarot, the Tower card, to me, is one of the worst motherfucking cards that you could ever get because it literally means that your whole life is burning down around you. The actual card itself, if you're looking at the Rider-Waite deck, has a picture of like a burning black building and like people jumping out of it with like flames shooting out of it. So everybody thinks that the devil card is such a bad card. It isn't because if you look at the devil card, it doesn't even mean demon. Devil means choice because if you look at the actual card, the way that it was drawn out, the two people that are standing at the foot of his throne are loosely tied kind of like when they tie the string around the elephant's foot and it's really a mental thing. So the devil means like bondage. The devil means like choice, like you are choosing to be in these positions. So that's not a worse card than the tarot. People think that when they see the death card, like, oh, my God, it means I'm going to die. No, that's between you and your gods. Um, The death card actually means life, just like people think that black candles mean darkness. No, black candles are functioning the same way that white candles do. You understand what I'm saying? So it's it's really whatever energy and, and connotation that you put into it. However, when I see that tower card and I did two years ago, I knew that shit was about to get fucking lit before it got better, right? So you gotta you gotta fucking stand still in that. Like you have to it's it's about reaping what you sow, right? So we're getting ready to go into sowing, which is the end of the harvest, right? So if we have any farmers out there, shout-out to you for feeding feeding America, <laughs> you know, feeding the world. But um Samhain is the end of the harvest, and now we're going into what's called darker days, which means that the days are um, equally dark as, as much as they are light, and then it transitions into uh, it just being dark, you know. So now you're coming home at 5 o'clock at night and it's dark. And so – um the Tower card is about rebirth and rebuilding, and I think it's so crazy that she pulled that card in the Mr. Scorpio season because that's what Scorpios are about. So this Scorpio season is getting to me. And if you guys aren't following me on Instagram at Miss D what's crazy is because I'm having like all these like sexual feelings, right? And it's it's because I haven't you know hugged or kissed or done any of that stuff in a year. It'll be a year. Uh, at the at the end of November and this is nothing new to me like actually when I wrote my first book Samuel and the Diary of a Hot Mess on Amazon and Kindle um, I was actually celibate at the time I wrote that book as well and then subsequently my mother ended up passing away like months after the book was published like I want to say like two months after the book was published and then it was, it was a whole ordeal so I go through bouts of celibacy um, just so y'all know it's not about the Jesus it's not about any type of because I'm not really religious, like the, the you know hippie Sam, more spiritual, you know. Because mm. I sip this vodka out of a skull glass, and um, Scorpio season is getting to me, so I actually decided to make a post about eating ass. And um, I don't eat ass because men's asses look like dogs' asses, and so I just can't do that. But I feel like if you don't eat my ass, you don't love me. And so I was having a conversation, you know, because I'm, I'm, I'm trying to date. You know, the minute, let me tell you something, how spirit is working with me right now, I'm so in alignment and I'm so thankful because the minute that I even just utter the words, what I'm telling you right now, I can't make this shit up, that whatever it is, like it's going to come to me. Like the other day I was sitting here and I was thinking, oh, I need a pair of black pants. I literally was in the mall that day looking for a pair of black pants, couldn't find my size. I can't make this shit up. I get into work, the little girl that just had a baby, gorgeous, uh, shout out to baby Luna, Um, She says, I have two pairs of pants, size five. She's like, never worn tags on them. I'll sell them to you. I was like, that's so crazy because now I don't have to go back out to the stores and look for them. So that literally came to me. So just the same way that I manifest like my new things, but it's because I'm in alignment. So you getting your manifestations is because you're being rewarded because you're doing what the fuck you're supposed to be doing in alignment. So just because I'm not having sex does not mean I'm not, you know, I'm just automatically in alignment because sex doesn't have anything to do with it. You think spirit just wants you walking around with a wet puss? They don't. They want you to be happy. And it's Getty season, which is, especially in New Orleans voodoo and hoodoo, you know, it's it's party season, right? So all those spirits and everything like that that are coming out on Thursday, just a, a word to the wise um it is about to be dia de los muertos. It's about to be uh Samhain. it's about to which is a, a technically a celtic holiday um but we call it for the end of uh, harvest. It is about to be all saints day it is about to be day of the the angelitos, which is the day of it it translates to dead babies but um the little ones that we lost and um The the veil, what we call the veil, which is the space between the two realms, is very thin around around, uh, Halloween. And um, I would urge you that if you are an empath or you are spiritually inclined, that you set up a picture of your dearly departed and burn a candle for them. You know, set out some food for them. I'm actually making... um, Pan so I'm making like sweet bread, you know. But it's Day of the Dead bread. It's just like a, just like it's like a kind of like a cornbread like type situation. But you set that out um, for your ancestors, for your loved ones. You put a cup of water. You light a candle. Doesn't matter what color. Um, and because I'm very old school with stuff like that. Like you know, do you really think in the 1600s they really had red candles? Because dye was very <laughs> expensive back then. So you see what I mean. Like I'm like a old school ancient type person where I deal with the earth and I deal with you know things that are uh, natural. so during the Scorpio season you know I start feeling like all these vibes and I did an eating ass post and I was just very proud of men for coming forward like yeah I do that shit like you know one dude jumped in my inbox he's like you know and I don't remember his name but he was like you know If you lived in Michigan, I will be your personal ass eater, and I know it sounds all very disgusting, but this is what Scorpio season does. It brings out the freaks. It brings out people that are hedonistic, and it brings out, you know, just a different vibe. Now, we always forget that love is the highest vibration, right, but sex is the highest ritualistic power. So you mix love and sex, oh, it's a wrap. What do you think tantric comes from? Right, it's controlling the body, controlling the mind type sex So I've been very frisky all week So I'm just like, man, fuck it, I'm about to get it popping So my page been, you know, a little bit classy lately No, I'm still a ratchet So on Tuesdays and Thursdays sometimes, three times a year, quarterly maybe So, you know, maybe it's because no one's touched me um, and But also too, I wasn't looking, I wasn't interested I just, I went through a traumatic period And I'm just like, I need to go sit my ass down so, of course, I told you guys about the demon that I met, um, and he he tells me he's like I'm not a demon. I'm like, oh no, honey, you are a demon because you're coming packaged as everything I would have ever wanted aesthetically, but your game, you no, know, not so much, you know. But at least we understand each other. At least we're on the same page. That at some point we may do business together because that's the carpenter. Remember I told you I need it. Maybe we'll do business together. Maybe we won't. But for whatever reason, we connected. And I'm always thankful. And here's something to look at too, child, let me tell you. Something to goddamn look at. I went over there because I was out taking my son where he needed to go. And we just linked up like, you know, I was doing some, some you know, grocery shopping. The motherfucker was so goddamn fine. Man, Listen. I couldn't even barely talk. I felt like, Nettie, what you doing? Like, I didn't want a motherfucker to touch me. I was like, mm-mm, mm-mm, sir. No, sir. mm Because I already know how this shit going in, and it's literally the tower. Like, somebody's jumping out the building this fucked up. And, um, and I have a way of being clairvoyant with these types of situations. You know, like, if I say, hey, one of us going to the hospital, one of us going to jail, by the end of year three or four, that really did happen. So... You know There was that situation And I'm the type of person that I get turned off so quickly But You would think it's a minute thing But it really isn't Because it leads to bigger issue. So Now all of a sudden Everybody in my inbox I did a little photo shoot For Drenched by Juice Which is One of my little baby's um, Clothing line So she got some clothes She got some lip glosses Things like that And um I always come through and show love. So, I go do a little photo shoot with her. I'm happy because I'm one of these naked people. I don't mind being naked. I don't care. I mean, just personally, not in public, but, you know. And so, um, I have no issues with nudity. We'll just say that. We weren't raised to be ashamed of our bodies. And um, I go over there, I do a shoot, and I post the pictures because I'm like, fuck it. You know, they they need to understand, like, on TV walk around in song sometimes, on TV oiled up. Auntie been hitting the gym. Auntie has been doing what the fuck she's supposed to do because she's single. And she would like a little boyfriend now or a little man. So, And I don't say little because they don't be little. But so don't you know that Friday I'm where I'm at. And I see this dude. I can't make this shit up. The devil is a liar. And I'm looking. All my girls is looking like, yo, we thought it was one of my exes. Like dead ringer in the same face, everything, okay? Just taller, so and no hair. So we're sitting there, and I make the decision. And it's funny because I tried to give him to one of my little one of my little friends, cause I like she needs a little friend, you know. But then the attention kind of went back on me. Now we flirting a little bit. That motherfucker done slid his card across the table. I said, oh, okay. He was ready. So he had some nice looking, you know, very intellectual. So now what happens is the consistency phase. So remember I told y'all that maintenance has always been an issue with me? So I started getting agitated. at Anybody that wasn't maintaining to the level of what this particular gentleman was doing, just within a seven-day period. Not the demon, the new one. So... The demon now looks, you know, huh, I mean, you're all right, you're inconsistent. I mean, I understand it, but that means you're going to have to understand when I'm unavailable. And this is part of dating. This is the part that I was telling you that as black people, we don't date. And I think that if we're honest, then it shouldn't be an issue. Like, I'm not going to sit up here and be like, oh, I'm not talking to other people. I'm really not, but... When it comes time I'll tell the truth Like oh yeah I was talking to this person So What are you going to do? I'm single So I'm married Period So But you know the dude Type of men that I deal with They ain't going for that shit They be like no You single until I fucking like, You know what I mean Until I lock this shit down Like You single but you got a rock on your head Get the fuck out of here So You know I am As I'm like talking to somebody That's so consistent My girlfriend and I Had had this conversation and this just goes to show you how traumatic dating is in your 30s and 40s. And she's telling me, and this is no offense to the dude. I'm just I'm just being honest since it is Telling You Tuesday, and she tells me she says, because um, she actually physically seen him. And she says, yeah, he's your type. But, girl, he just seems, you know, just like corny or like, you know, like thirsty or whatever, whatever. And I said to her, I said, you know what, that's what it seems like because we or you, are so used to men that are inconsistent and do the bare fucking minimum that when somebody says to you, like, hey, I want to fly you out, I wanna, you want to get flued out, or if somebody says to you, hey, come check me out at this particular game or, like, let's go to this game together or let's go to a jazz bar or whatever, whatever, we deem that as corny or thirsty because somebody is showing genuine interest, and there's a fucking difference. Thirsty to me is the married nigga in my inbox right now. Like, I have literally not responded to you for a long. I literally, this is on God. I've not seen you, really, sir, since, like, January. <laughs> and when I found out that you was actually legally married, I was like, oh, no. Nah, like, I don't, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? My karma bank is clean right now. Like, I'm good. You know, and I, you know, everything is always woe with me. man. let me just tell you something, and this is just some real shit. If you tell a woman the truth on God nine out of ten times, She's still going to fuck you. It's a fact. Nine out of ten times. Okay? Not because it's a competition thing, but it's because it's the devil that you know. Okay, so I know this person's been in a relationship long term for X, Y, and Z. Is he married? No. Okay, so I'm not breaking any of my own personal rules. So if you don't give a fuck about this person, I don't give a fuck about him either. You you expect me to give a fuck that your own nigga didn't give a fuck. Okay? That's just not how the universe is working for me right now. All right, just like if one of mine is out there and he don't, he don't give a fuck about me, bitch, you shouldn't give a fuck about me either. I mean, you might want to give a fuck if I roll up on you or if I'm like, who the fuck is this? You understand what I'm saying? But for the most part, blame the dude. Don't blame the bitch. So, you know, I was having this conversation with my girlfriend and I was like, you know, we have become so traumatized and so used to just being in the house and just not going anywhere. Dude, when I lived in New York City, I literally couldn't get down a full city block. Without exchanging a phone number, not this is back in the day, but exchanging a phone number, somebody invited me for breakfast, somebody invited me for lunch, somebody inviting me for dinner, drinks, come meet me at my job, I'm a DJ, like I'm doing, you know, it was just, it's different, and I just think that the probability of me meeting someone in my own city is just very slim, and I don't want to because I'm embarrassed, like, of the bullshit that's going on here. Like, you would be surprised, listen. I watch a female post almost every week about her and her husband being so happy. Meanwhile, she used to fuck my old my old John. You understand what I'm saying? Like, I'm talking about dirty. Like, motherfucker just came from hooping at the basketball court, and she and his office sucking dick. Like, you understand what I'm saying? So it's like my faith in humanity and just relationships in general has waned. But every now and again, there's a silver lining, right? And so... You meet somebody like the demon that's, like, so gorgeous that you're just like, whatever fucking rule I had, like, I'm going to break it for you just because I feel like karmically you came back here to get me. Might be a good thing. Might be a bad thing. I'm going to do it anyway, right? But what ends up happening is, is when you're inconsistent. Inconsistency is unattractive to grown bitches. It really is. Not old bitches, but grown bitches. Right, and the reason, and and listen, I'm going to just tell it to you straight like this The reason that a man is inconsistent is not because that's in his nature and character Baby girl, he don't fucking like you And I have to accept that sometimes too Like, this motherfucker really ain't, you know, really sent me a text I text him back, he ain't text me back Bitch, I don't got time for that Next, I'll, I'll fuck with you when you fuck with me I like who likes me, you know And so, I have this gentleman, all he did was seven days of consistency right and now we good, we straight, he's winning, he's the winner Winner, winner, chicken dinner, right? Mm. This week, until we start to see the motherfucking side effects And so it's just amazing how just talking on the phone You know, sending pictures and jokes and how was your day And Facetime and shit like that Put somebody else out of the running because you failed to communicate And that's okay because maybe you don't fucking like me, that's what's up I suspect that's not the truth, but I'm just saying, like, you know, you caught up, you got you doing whatever you're doing, but there's not a revolving door here. So you don't get to, like, come in the door and then, like, stand there so that nobody else can, like, swivel in the door, you know. So I also was thinking about the Scorpio season got me not so much in my feelings, but just in my uh, facts, (laughs) feelings and facts, two different things, Um where I was thinking about, you know, I have to go to my cousin's wedding and then, you know, I have a a beloved, you know, in in the state of Florida. And I was thinking to myself, like, I'm probably not even going to see this motherfucker because you know why? I don't feel like putting in the effort to – be communicative and it it has nothing to do with if i'm talking to somebody or not it just has to do with like do i really feel like seeing you because i'm the type, listen don't play with me i'm the type of broad i'll come to your fucking town be in town partying the whole weekend don't fucking call you and you'll see the pictures on the internet you know what i mean oh you was in town why you ain't calling me bitch you ain't been calling me so what the fuck i'm gonna call you for and that's what scorpio season is about scorpios do not they don't have it to do and they are not with the fucking shits you know, Scorpios are very sensual, they're very sexual, but at the same time, they're a little bit more monogamous than a Sag is, a Sagittarius is a fucking hoe, a liar and a hoe. you know, so you, you know, we got to take that shit into consideration as we, you know, are in Scorpio season, but a Sag usually got money, a Sag is usually gonna be, try to be more aggressive than other men, and a Sag is gonna put it down in the bedroom from just You know, I'm just saying from my experience. And one of my my best girlfriends is a Sagittarius. Her and I get along so well because I'm whimsical and jokey-jokey, and she'd be like, no, bitch, this is what we finna do. Like, you understand what I'm saying? Like, she has her own, like, dry sense of humor. That's what she is. And she's very fixed in her way, you know, and that's just what it is. You're not going to talk her out of it. If it's I don't give a fuck if it's a conspiracy theory about aliens. She's going to tell you this is why it's true. You have to believe her because in this moment she's right. Now, you might go out and Google the shit and it's wrong, but you can't tell her that because she's going to say in this moment it was right. That's Sagittarius. So for me, Scorpio season is about no nonsense. So I welcome those Sagittarius conversations and those Sagittarius vibes, energies, and risings. But Scorpio season is also about, you know, sometimes you've got to strike back. And I had a situation today where I don't be knowing who the fuck people be thinking they be talking to. But I don't have issues, you know, in business or where I work, you know, or anything like that. And so when somebody comes out, they face slick at me or, like, tries to play a game. Bitch, I'm not a fucking kid. Okay? And I had to tell somebody today, I said, you know, this insubordination is extremely unattractive. And in two seconds, in all my ten years of being here, I'm going to go write you up. Because at this point, and I've written up two people in my life. One of them got fired, the other one, because she tried to act like she don't speak English. Motherfucker, you speak English. But it was for being insubordinate. I have a huge issue with people being disrespectful verbally because there are so many other words that you could have chosen to say. And for you to say certain things because you think it's going to agitate me, bitch, you don't want to play petty with me. I've been called Queen Petty long before they started with Petty Heart of Grey, Teddy, Teddy Pettigrass, you know, all that other shit. I was Petty before that. And, bitch, you won't win. Okay, so Scorpio season is about no nonsense. So I was thinking about, a you know, the relationship that I had in Florida that spanned about 12 years. And I just kind of was just kind of disgusted at it because it's just like, you know, I suffered through a lot, and it would have been nice if I had a phone call, or it would have been nice if somebody, like, kept up with me, but here I am making sure you're okay, and you couldn't care less. Now, now, granted, this is somebody that, like, I would have married. This is somebody, you know, but, like, you really got to look at motherfuckers, like, you got me fucked up. Not you got male, but you got me fucked up, okay? And, and a lot of times we as women and even as men, we forget who the fuck we are and, you know, what it is we're trying to do. Bitch, I didn't want nothing from you. So the fact that you gave nothing and y'all ladies got to stop doing this shit, shit too. You know, you, you didn't ask for shit, so you didn't give you shit. I come with a set of requirements. It doesn't mean you got to take me shop and anything like that, but there's requirements to dating me. Tell me the fucking truth. Don't put my body in danger if you out fucking a bunch of bitches. And then, and then I think that we all underestimate the fact that I've only ever been with top-notch. I've only ever been, for the most part, with motherfuckers that damn near look better than me. And I told y'all that. From my ex-husband all the way down, them motherfuckers was pretty, pretty than a motherfucker. Just handsome, just for no reason. Like, let me suck your dick. Like, that, just pretty like that. So for me, I don't know what y'all be dealing with, but I only deal with top-notch. They, they be top-notch and ghetto sometimes, but, you know, top-notch. So I don't have these, like terrible stories of, like, you know, big issues. So my thing is, if I want the motherfucker, I would be very stupid to think that nobody else wanted this motherfucker because he's not ugly, right? You bitches get getting into a situation, let a motherfucker dick you down and tell you that you're the only one and you believe him. hmm Let me tell you something. I done seen a motherfucker cheat while his bitch towel was still wet from going to work. She wasn't even out of the house 10 minutes. Mm She could've doubled back or she forgot her lunchbox. And bitch, everybody would have been caught. hmm So, not that I don't trust men It's just that men do men's shit. Does that mean I'm gonna tolerate it? Absolutely not. I don't gotta fucking fuck with you. You know? If the demon decide he wanna talk, that's cool. But guess what? I don't gotta talk to you. You obviously in a situation that's cool because what's the hang, So you know, I always love when my little babies call me. And like I told you, my little babies be like 30, 29. You know, the young girls, I can't help them because they, they think they know every goddamn thing. They're doing a lot of shit that I'm not close on them. So my little baby calls me the other day. She on her way to the East Coast. And um, we had a conversation about, the Art of Seduction, basically. You have to read by that book. And about 15 years ago, now about 14 years ago after my son was born, I started reading the book and one of my coworkers, and I started enacting each and every chapter in this Robert Greene extraordinary novel, The Art of Seduction. And it was so crazy because... We did everything that it told us to do, and then we couldn't get rid of the motherfuckers. And now we like, oh, my God, we should have never did that with that book. And, you know, now nah, this motherfucker, you know, because if you can identify, I think there's six types of seducers. And if you can identify which one you're dealing with, there's an antidote to it in the book. I'm just giving you all some free game. Um, me, personally, I, I know, been around humans, and especially the type of men that I like and that like me, it's a very particular kind of man. They're usually competitive. They're usually very beautiful. They're usually physically fit. Um, They're usually very protective little little streak of jealousy And always a streak of violence Not, you know, just prone to violence So, you know I spent the rest of my week, you know Being in bliss and having like lively conversation With somebody, an intellectual conversation With somebody which is always good Um, Got some invitations to eat my ass I'm going out to um, I don't even want to put that out there Because y'all bitches will be praying That my goddamn plane blow up and shit um, but I'm going out on a long trip uh probably come February, and um, just you know my whole twenty twenty is is packed out right now, so it's like I was telling somebody I was like I'm booked now from now and through the second week of December, you know, with just stuff to do and just events and things that I have to workshops and things that I have to do, so it'll be nice when that snow hits the ground, and I'm able to have like a little bit of you know time in the house so For me, you know, this week has been very – this week has been very – it's been a good week. I'll say that. It's been an excellent uh, week. But I also want people to be aware of the time that – think about uh, a rope or a fishing wire. And someone's pulling it when you're fishing. I've seen people's hands get gashed almost in half because – Fishing wire, which shout out to Jason the Serbian Who had a watch that had fishing wire in it And he almost cut Ghost's head off Shout out to him Mm. But, so while we're in Scorpio season And it's a time of sensuality And it's a time of sexuality I think that it's only fair That I give me a little piece of cornbread You know, it's time now Like I feel like I'm comfortable, I feel like I'm safe, I feel like, you know, my my suitors are um, up to par. I'm very clear if I was going to go that route, who I would give some ass to because they earned it. And it's not about, well, you you know, I give you this and you give me that, and it's not about that. Earning means that you took the time to actually have conversation you know, see somebody, see me. It's Everything is about effort. And I just think that we've made things so incredibly easy for men. Um, and it's, it's, you know, I hate to say it, but it goes back to when Erica Mena, Safari's wife, uh first got on uh what was it? It was it basketball wise or whatever, love and hip hop, right? So I remember she was yelling at this one girl and she says, You know, it's because of bitches like you that I have to charge less because you out here fucking on set for free. She's like, It's because of bitches like you that I can't get top dollar because you ain't requiring it and Cardi B said something similar This one when her teeth are still fucked up on the bottom And she was like, you know, you New York bitches is fucking dumb She was like, you know, down south They charging top, you know, top price For some pussy, lap dances, dick sucks, things like that She's like, whereas in New York She's like, y'all be so thirsty Because you see somebody on the Instagram or whatever, whatever That you're doing shit for free Now, y'all know I don't condone prostitution But you will pay me for my time So just like I'm going to pay you for your time So whether it's something monetary, whether it's we blessing each other physically and fucking the shit out of each other, it doesn't matter. We are both having a currency right now. Energy is a currency. And so, you know, I feel like this Scorpio season has done me straight, right? I can't wait until it's, you know, at its peak and then I'm able to fully integrate back into my Power Ranger status. But if sex is all that's been on your mind, it is perfectly normal. It is Scorpio season. If you've been cutting motherfuckers off left and right, it's perfectly normal because it is Scorpio season. It's your time to tap the motherfuckers on the head with your poison and let them know. You're about to die now. You know, die means, you know, shit have get off the pot, and most of the time they're not going to shit. They're going to get off the pot. You know, you too much, and that's fine. You're always going to be too much for somebody that's not enough. You're always going to be too much for somebody that never intended on you being anything to them, right? So we have to get back in tune with our star motherfucking player, as Cat Williams would say, which is yourself. You know, and sometimes, you know, because I always, you know, if I find, if I feel like I'm always initiating conversation or I'm always initiating like a visit and things like that, bitch, you don't want me. Let me go. Let these other motherfuckers have me, you know, or try to have me. Let these other motherfuckers eat my ass. Do something, you know, do something, you know, but but a lot of people in dating are selfish. Like, for example, like, if I'm dating a guy and he asks me, like, are you seeing someone else, the answer is really no, because i seen that motherfucker one time in passing. That does not count. Now, you might want to ask a different question. So I'm also the type of bitch, don't ask me no shit. You don't really want to know the answer because I'm going to tell you just because I would want you to do the same for me. You think I'd give a shit, like, if a guy that I just met is dating another woman or dating other women or whatever, whatever? Bitch, I just met you. I don't even know if I like you yet. Let's hang out. Let's do, you know, let's do what we do. So I think it's just all part of the game. You know, we're supposed to be dating a couple different people to see what we like, see what we don't like. I'm supposed to be, um, you know, everyone now that they know I'm really, really single, they're like, oh my god, I should be hooking you up with this person, hooking you up with that person. I'm like, if you feel like it's what needs to happen, that's fucking Scorpio season. Scorpio season, they want to be out, they want to be seen, they want to strike, they want to seduce. That's what it's all about. I'm thankful that I had a bomb-ass week. I'm thankful that my energy is attracting the type of men that I would allow in my realm and in my force field, you know, or just to even touch me at all. Y'all know I'm funny fucking like that. I'd be like, if you don't get your goddamn hands off me, like I play no games. So what I'm going to do is, because I'm in such a Scorpio sexual mood, I'm going to play one of my absolute favorite songs besides The Neighbors um, by J. Cole, and it's called In the Morning. Drake is on the track. And this is just, it's kind of like a soliloquy of what Scorpio season feels like as it gets cold so guys be safe this week it's Halloween don't drink don't drive be safe make sure you're on my page at Scott so you can see um, what I'm what I'm actually going to be and if you know me well enough you know already what I'm going to do and then just make sure that you're giving thanks to your ancestors and the people that came before you you know whether it's somebody that you get along with or you got along with or not give thanks to them even if you're just in your shower and you say thank you Gigi thank you mommy thank you dad thank you just you know just, just go over a whole and get in, get in the habit of being thankful on all the days, not just Halloween or not just, you know, Dia de los Muertos and not just Samhain. Be thankful every day that those people paved the way for you to even be able to breathe. But until such time, I want you guys to all envision laying in the bed during Scorpio season, the white puffy IKEA blanket, the George Jefferson headboard, and then this song comes on, and you just like, man, I'm ready. You know,
1: you just ready. So, I'm gonna bring my brother out here. If y'all feel like being in this motherfucking music video, you need to get hyped as <laughs> Fine. I let you get on top. I be the underline. I'm trying to get past you like the number nine dime. You fine as hell. I guess I met you for a reason. Only time can tell. But well, I'm wondering what type of shit you wanted Do you like the finer things, or you a simple woman? Would you drink with a nigga? Do you smoke weed? Don't be ashamed. It ain't no thing. I used to blow trees getting lifted. I quit with shit. I might get high with you. It's only fitting because I'm looking super fly with you. I fly with you. i powerful. You do something to me. Cause girl, I caught the vibe like you do something to me. So I throw them back. Now my niggas hollering. Who is that? Oh, boy, she bad. Nigga, what you about to do with that? I'm finna take you home. a little Patron. Now we zone in. Baby, you're so fine. And can I hit it in the morning? Can I hit it in the morning? And can I hit it in the morning? The sun rising while you're moaning. And can I hit it in the morning? Can I hit it in the morning? And can I hit it in the morning? The sun rising while
2: you're moaning. Uh, baby, you wintertime time cold. The night is still young. Drink that dinner wine slow. I'm trying to make the goosebumps on your inner thigh show. I'll let you beat me there as far as finish lines go. And if you got to leave for work, I'll be right here in the same bed that you left me in. I love thick women because my aunt, she rode equestrian. I used to go to the stables and get them kids to bet me. And I would always ride the stallions whenever she let me. I'm joking. I mean, that thing is poking. I mean, you kind of like that girl that's in the U.S. Open. I mean, I got this hidden agenda that you provoking. I got bath water that you could soak in. Things I could do with lotion. Don't need a towel. We could dry off in the covers. And when you think you like it, I promise you gonna love it. Yeah, when light's coming through the drapes and we're both yawning. I roll over and ask if I can hit it in the morning. Yeah, can I hit it in the morning? Yeah, can I hit it in the morning? Yeah, sun rising while you're moaning. Baby, can I hit it in the morning? Ah, can I hit it in the morning? Yeah, can I hit it in the morning? The sun rising while you're moaning. Hey,
1: hey. God bless the child that can hold his own. God bless the woman that can hold the throne. God bless the home, girl, that drove us home. No strings attached like a cordless phone. You see, my intentions with you is clear. I'm learning not to judge a woman by the shit that she wears. Therefore, you sit and judge a nigga off the shit that you hear. Get all defensive, apprehensive, all because my career, to be fair. I know we barely know each other, and yeah, somehow I wound up in your bed to so where we headed from here. Just say you're scared if you're scared, but if you're through front, and we can do something, and you know just what I'm talking about tomorrow, you'll be calling out, cause Tonight we gettin' right into the weed, mall. Cookin' nigga breakfast after sex is like a reward. Then I go my own way. You think about me all day, that's just a warning. And can I hit it in the morning? Can I hit it in the morning? Can I hit it in the morning? The sun rising while you're moaning. Can I hit it in the morning? Can I hit it in the morning? And can I hit it in the morning? The sun rising while you're moaning
0: All right, y'all, I will hear from y'all on Sunday for church. Let's figure out what we're going to talk about. Maybe we'll talk about those the evils or demons again just to make sure that you guys know what time it is. But thank you guys for listening, especially thanks to my UK people and my Thailand people overseas. Thank you.